about it. That's what happened. Y'all can stop texting the call on my phone. Not about it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> We're both Team Tori, low-key. Like, I love Megan to death. I love Megan to death. I love her music. Like, love. Love Megan. But as a woman, like, I grew up with all brothers, so I look at these situations, you know, kind of different. Like, I just, I, I look at, you know, I put my brothers in a lot of these main situations before I judge, so, yeah. yeah, so, uh, I mean, first and foremost, uh, you know I love black women, and uh, I want to start off by saying, uh, you know, yes, protect black women, you know what I'm saying, when a black woman speaks, you should listen, you see what I'm saying, so I want to say that first and foremost, but this situation, like, I know uh, in this sensitive time, like, uh, people like to say, people like to, uh, people like to go off what they hear the first time, and like, because we're in a sensitive time, it's like, whatever someone says, we take it and we run with it. Even if that particular person is not necessarily, you know, being 100% honest or whatever. And that's with any situation that's kind of going on right now in the climate that we are in. Um, you know, uh, Megan Thee Stallion is like Houston's own. Like, anyone, everyone from Houston loves Megan Thee Stallion. Why? Because... Her oh, my dumb ass. I'm sorry. Are you good? We're going to put it back in. All right. So, uh, Meg Thee Stallion, like, she's from Houston. Everyone from Houston loves Megan Thee Stallion. Why? Because Megan is, like, one of the, like, realest artists that, you know, came out of Houston that's just 100% herself. And that's low-key how she just shot up with stardom. Like, everything started happening for her just like that because she's just so real like uh i even had a counter where uh when i first started doing my music like i emailed meg and she emailed me back with the quickness on some like business stuff like you know what i'm saying so meg is real you feel me but you know with all this clout and fame coming to her like i really feel like you know uh you know people are making her change and kind of alter why Everyone loves her. Like, that's in my opinion. Uh, so, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to pause you. Right. We know Megan. We love Megan. That's just fun. I'm going to cut all this shit out. But I don't, I you know, I want to take, take out a little bit of fluff. I want to have more of like an engage, like, you know, like, I want to go into talking about the shit more than just, you know, we know, we know, Meg, like, we don't, yeah, we know her. We love her. Um, I'm going to stop for this one, though. Go ahead. Oh, so yeah. Um, 
I just really like I'm 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 a Tory diehard. Like I really think Tory did not shoot this girl. Bro, like, there's no way, and there's no way that Tory came out and just pointed a gun at Megan and said dance, bitch, and shot her. Like that that is that is that is asinine, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I'm the type of person when the album dropped, when the album dropped, I had to listen because all I've been hearing is like. IG live story like this will happen this will happen and I knew if he dropped the album he finna just spill like I know he's just finna spill my camera I don't have a camera person I have to do my camera myself and set it up and it's bothering me because it's not perfect so okay. I'm gonna keep getting up until it's perfect but mm -hmm. go ahead <laughs> okay so uh, I knew when the album dropped I was like man I have to listen to this because I know he's finna spit facts truth and give us context. So I was like, bro, I'm listening. I don't care. And off the strength of that, I want to say I lost like maybe 200 followers. And you know, black women started saying I don't like black women. I hate black women. And that, you know, I'm like all these things. Like, okay. So here's my thing. When the whole story first came out, um, May got shot is, you know, the news report. That's the first thing I saw. I saw the news report. And then I would, you know, sat back, watch the memes, watch all that blah, blah, blah. So then Megan finally comes out and says, I was shot intentionally. She was shot intentionally. Okay, here's, I'm going to go into the details of what happened and say why I don't feel like mm -hmm. the story is adding up the way that she feels. Um. So, I'm going to go from... My biggest piece of, of, I guess, credibility for this whole situation comes from Tory Lane's bodyguard. You know, he made the statement, and so he was there. He watched what happened. Um, did you watch that video? Yeah, but I mean... From the Tory Lane's, from his bodyguard? I've seen that, but like... I mean, it's still hearsay, like... I mean, he was there and saw what happened. He, it was his gun. Like, and that's the thing. Everybody was like, why was there a gun out? It was his gun and it was in the car. Like, there could be a million reasons why the gun was out. If somebody else's gun was on Tory's hip and he got in the car, a gun on your hip is uncomfortable. So you're going to move the fucking gun. And you know what Tory's bodyguard also said? Tory was in the car arguing with Megan's friend, another girl. Mm -hmm. Megan finds out that Tori's outside with another girl. So, of course, she goes outside mad and gets in the car starts arguing. Um, then she goes to get out the car. Tori and the other girl who's in the car are tussling over the gun. According to Tori's bodyguard, the gun went off. Then the, sh the friend shot. You feel me? So, that was one of the details. Boom. That makes sense. To why they disclosed or withheld all of the information initially. Mm -hmm. Because they're not going to send Shorty to jail. You know, like, no. if the girl really shot, she's the one with gunpowder residue. She's the one, you know, like, they're going to, it's going to come out. Like, if they do an investigation right down the scene, they're going to know. You know, they're going to know the details. Mm -hmm. So, I think that's why, you know, nobody said anything initially. I just think, I just think it's messed up how, you know, the... The black woman car gets pulled in a situation like this when it doesn't need to be pulled. Like so, another thing that's big is that you know I got something on social media like they try to use 
the Breonna Taylor situation and compare that to this. Like when it's, it's, it's just not the same situation. And like, you can't even speak logic or anything without people saying no, shut up and silencing you, which is messed up. You know, when, when albums are dropped, albums are dropped probably two weeks, maybe even a month before they actually release. So whenever the, um, the case with Breonna Taylor came out, mm. like I think Tori's album was dropping like damn near maybe the next day. So oh, was saying, the Toronto Three, New Toronto no, Three. No, no, not Toronto Three. I'm oh, Daystar, about, the one about Megan's situation. Yes. Okay, okay. So I think the the case was just basically dropped the day before, and everyone said, "Man, it's Tori, you're so insensitive. Why would you drop your album when that just happened?" Like, fam, like when you drop albums, don't even work like that. They turn it in like months early. You see what I'm saying? So everything he said was a whole month early. Oh, but people don't okay. Know that stuff, you see okay, what I'm that so makes sense. So it made sense. him look like, wow, you just, you're just trying to shit on black women again. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, there's so much context and things, but, you know, people have to listen. You have to hear. And if someone like Meg really doesn't want to disclose everything, and the reason she was probably quiet is because she really didn't know who shot her because her back was turned. And... <laughs> Tori does. So that's why I'm going to listen to an album that someone has, what, 15 tracks? All I think it's tracks? like 18. And 18. the album is wonderful. Me, I know, and whenever I'm, you know, in my situations, I have, I can be crazy. I yell, I curse, I throw things, I hit, I do all of that. Mm -hmm. So me knowing the type of woman that I am and, you know, listening to Megan's music, like, She's the Houston girl. Like, she's the Houston bitch. Like, Megan, Megan is a Houston-ass bitch. So, me, you know, understanding how I am, I know I have to care the other side. You know, because mm -hmm. it's the reason why whenever I'm in my situations with... The reaction, right? Exactly. And if, and if it happens, if something happens, I'm not about to run to my brothers and the guys like, so-and-so did so-and-so. If I knew I did you 22 things, exactly. if I did 22 things, I'm not going to go and, you know, call for help and make a big scene for the one thing that they did. Exactly. You know, so that's why I was adamant, no, we need to hear Tori's side. Like, and, enough, and, that's why, and that's why she kept it quiet and didn't want to say anything, but fans bullied her into speaking. That's another thing, because I'm pretty sure that she knew that all of this, like, she had everyone play a part in whatever happened. And she tried to keep it closed in. And it's like, fans was like, no, trying to, like, get rid of my mans, dog. That's not cool. Like, and, that, and we supposed to be like... Women like, have the power like, to do anything. Women can, we can open our mouth and say anything. And people will really take our word for it. Like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to go get into much detail. But I have friends, like who've been in jail because females have lied on them. Like, it's crazy. Anyways, um, but no, another thing, I, the reason why I'm like, nah, now I'm actually team Tori is because I think that Megan was upset that Tori was talking to another girl and she was mad. She was spiteful like all of us women are and we can be spiteful. So, of course, she's going to run with the narrative because she mad he was talking to another girl. That's what I think. I may be wrong. And I he do. says it in the album. Listen the to the album. He listen says it, but album. it's like people don't want to listen because they're like, no, we're supporting him, getting his change, blah, 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 whatever. Fam, he says more than anyone else has said. And it's in detail. Like, detail. Names. Detail. Like, he's dropping names. names. Everybody, like, you see what I'm saying? Play it, play it, play it. 
Like this song right here, uh, "Friends Become Strangers." Like when I heard this, this one, I was like, "All right, fam, like you, all right, bro, he didn't do it, fam. Like he did not do it." So. Blah, blah, 
And so, yeah, y'all, like, calm down. Like, let people feel how they want to feel. Who and think for yourself. Feel? Stop thinking for, stop letting other people think for you. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, you know, I'm not saying listen to me, but think for yourself. Make your own mind. Like, you do your own research. That's for anything. So, if someone drops an album speaking about all this stuff, listen to it and you make your own interpretation. Stop looking for Twitter viral tweets to make your own mind up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's low-key what is wrong with our generation anyways, as it is. I hate that I'm on social media. I want to get off so bad. But, no, you know what I'm saying? I'm on so I have to. Yeah, you got to. But I hate the age <laughs> of, of social media. We literally, like, you... We, I'm gonna say we because I do the same thing. Like whenever I see something that you know relates to if me, if it's and viral or something, then it's facts. Like because it's viral. Like no, no, it's not. It's not facts. I'm talking more so. Where's my phone? Oh, my phone is occupied right now. I'm talking more so of like, you know, whenever they have those memes talking about like, like I can't even think of nothing off the top of my head. But the memes where it's talking about. I can't even think about it. I'll find one later and and put it up and we'll double back. But. No, just the ideology that the messages in these memes are supposed to be the way of life, you know? And that's what I think is, is skewed. Altered, yeah. Our generation just sucks as the fucking home. <laughs> <laughs> I think our generation is so trash. I wish I could have grown up in the 80s. Like, we are literally living like social media is the world and reality is not reality. It's like reverse right now. You see what I'm saying? So... I think we just really need to get back to like actually being reality, like, and not yeah. social media isn't facts. You know what I'm saying? It's pastime, but we're using that as that is life, and reality is not even reality anymore. You know, so that's that with that. Where people, whenever it comes to social media, people don't even realize that like people are not posting their failures. They're posting the good stuff, so exactly. we we constantly scroll, 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 and I know for me, like I struggle with this. But naturally, is social comparison, you know. So I, you know, people have to tell me like, yeah, don't really social. I, it just hurts me because you know, I'm not, I'm not at my maximum potential right now. So you know, just watching everybody, it it's it not hurts and everything. Yeah. So I mean, me, I do, I do post my failures just for the people who kind of, you know, because everyone there is people who try to use like a, their social media as promo campaigns. And like, oh, everything's good all the time, but it's not, you know. So you gotta kind of bring the realness to social media. That's what it's about. Like everyone are feeling some type the same way. Everyone's not just living a like wellsome, excellent life. You see what I'm saying? So um, to compare to people that what you're just seeing is not everything. Because if you ask that person what they're dealing with, you don't want to be in their same shoes because they're dealing with other things. They're just showing you this good part. So that's part of social media. Uh, I think it's just usage, really. The usage be messing people up. Where? In my mind. So I'm going to double back and we're going to talk to my co host about my co host. Okay. Talk about you. So I'm going to introduce him and let him, you know, do his thing. But this is literally one of our best friends. We've been friends since I think I was in third grade. You were in fourth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Third and fourth grade, literally, like, Athletes, both supporting each other, playing ball, you know, playing ball, coming up. So, yeah, go ahead, take away. Yeah, so, uh, I'm, uh, Juba Duba, the scuba diver. No, I'm playing, I'm just uh, <laughs> I'm Juba, they called me Jubatron in high school, uh, in college. Uh, like I said, um, I've known Marissa, they're all my life. 
Um, but yeah, I'm, my name means rich in spirit. I'm Nigerian. I was born here though. Um, and like I said, I'm likable. Everyone knows me because who else do you know is named Juba? Nobody. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like, I'm the only Juba that you know in America. That's just how it works. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, man, um, I was a football star, a football player trying to come up. Uh, somehow I got a scholarship. <laughs> somehow, boy, somehow you was cold number eighty. Stop playing. You was biggest, no, biggest hell receiving. He was the receiver number eight. Look, I I have all of y'all's pictures still on my Facebook because I was on the sideline taking pictures of them. Like, <laughs> I, I I never I never reached my <laughs> potential. I never reached my potential. So I did get to uh, I did get a scholarship going to school, and I was playing football. And, uh, you know, it just got to the situation to where, like, I could have controlled my destiny because, like, my dream was to go to the NFL. But the, my dream wasn't necessarily the NFL. It was more the sense of being able to take care of family and people being proud of me. Like, that, that's just what I wanted, you know. So, uh, unfortunately, you know, football didn't work out because I couldn't control my destiny. And, um with all that, you know, stress that I didn't make it, quote unquote, mm -hmm. I really started writing. Like I would literally write. Mm. That, I was still going to ask you how you started writing because the Juba I know, I would never expect you to start music, you know, to start being a rapper. So when oh. you started writing, I was okay. So I was writing just my feelings, my pains, everything I was going through. And like a lot of people who play sports, uh, you know, when they don't make it, because you got to remember, like, sports is like, you have to make it in, like, a five-year window. So, that's, like, people's wait, dreams that they've been doing since they was a kid. So, if you don't make it in that five-year window, then what else do you do now? Yeah, that's going to be a topic of another episode, because okay. the NFL definitely is slavery. Um, yeah, so... Um, talk about that later. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, like, you know, and I just, I, I thank God for my transition. A lot of people don't transition well, but I started writing, and I was like, man... I'm gonna put these songs out, man. Um, and and that's what I did. I met G Major, which is an engineer in Houston. And then from there, I just I put my song, I put my songs out, and not on no SoundCloud stuff. I was like, no, nah, I need to be on Apple Music and be official, mm -hmm. so people don't be like, oh, you a SoundCloud rapper, bro? Go somewhere yeah, else, bro. Yeah. We ain't trying to hear you. Don't send me your SoundCloud link. You trash, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't want to hear that, so I was official with it. And I was on Apple Music, like, with my first release and everything. So. And that's good. Uh, well, I have listened to every project, and I am thoroughly impressed at, like, how you improve by each thing. Like, I'm so impressed. I love watching people grow. Everybody knows that I support my friends when it's, like, my own. Mm -hmm. You know, like, exactly. I can I can stand on that. Um, that's something that I know people cannot take away from me. But I just, yes, I love it. Hindsight, mm -hmm. that's a new album that just dropped. Mm -hmm. Hindsight 2020. I've been listening to that for a couple of days. I was like, yeah, I'm going to listen to it. And I'm going to send you my favorite songs. I'm listening. I'm just writing them down. I'm like, okay, I like that one, like that one, like that one. By the time I sent you to listen, it was what, eight songs on yeah. it? I got eight. Like, yeah. I was. I, I really enjoyed the album. Yeah, so. Uh, Talk to me about it. Hindsight 2020. Um. So I got the idea, basically, I got in a like, horrific car accident. Um, I was with my girlfriend at the time and her sister, and I damn near... Felt gay. Sorry. Yes. And I damn near, I damn near died. Like, I, I really died that night, you know? And um, it was just, like, crazy because, like, 
literally if I died that night, I would have been satisfied because like the music that I have is like forever. The little music that I have, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I die, you could go listen you to You satisfied with that as your legacy? Yes, I was like, this is my legacy. Like forever that my voice is going to be heard. Yeah. So I was like, man, I did what I can. But I had so much better music that was in my phone and no one would have heard <laughs> that it. That is so crazy that that's what you was thinking about. And it's like, this I'm saying, no, <laughs> like they would have heard it. No one, no one could hear this music. So I was like, the fact that like I literally woke up like, as a matter of fact, I hit a horse, like a big old horse. I was going to say, is this when you hit the horse? <laughs> Everyone was laughing. Look, there, there's I'm a sorry. picture. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but this man hit a whole horse in the middle of the street. Bro, wow. everybody was laughing like, bro, whose weave is on top of the uh, windshield? I'm like, fam, that's a horse. Like, it was no, a legit horse. There's like crying. the horse hair, like... From the booty was just on top of the car. Like, it was like, bro, whose weed flew oh, out? Like, no, God. it was a horse. Like, but it was like a New Year's night. Foggy, you couldn't see a horse just run across the road and uh, total the car. And, like, you know, uh, my girl and the sister, they was drunk to sleep. And me, I took all the damage. Like, I took all of it. And, uh, you know, I blacked out. And when I woke up, I just seen them sleep and I thought they died. So I thought That's I killed crazy. them. So, uh, Okay, so how does this tie into the album? Oh, because sorry, that just, my bad. That just, we just switched gears a little <laughs> so, bit. So, yeah, so basically that, that was like, you know what, like, the the fact that I survived that accident, like, I'm supposed to be doing music, because that was, like, my main focus at the time, like, football was out of the picture, it was just music, so mm-hmm. I was like, I'm really, my words that I speak are supposed to be out for people to share to the world and to, like, really affect people, so I was like, bro... I'm finna drop this like album concerning this. So I have a song on there called 3 AM and Katie. Oh um, yep, that's one that was on the list. That was on the list. That was on the yeah, list. So that song play it, play it. Y'all know I like all that slow shit. <laughs> I want something to put me to bed. I my Like, and then that ended up being the purpose of the album. Like, yes, that made it to the album. Exactly. I can rock with it because 
you know my struggle with this whole thing too like it was back and forth and i did not like the i did not like my initial production it was trash tastic but i'm not even gonna go into that um so you started more so like rapping but it's transitioning into r&b whenever you were rapping like on the rapping side of it like what kind of rapper would you classify yourself as so like rapper wise it's more like you know passion like motivation mm-hmm. like helping okay. people like you know it's okay keep going what you're doing is all right keep going so the motivational uh motivational inspirational type uh rapper you see what i'm saying you know i was never like on some money cars clothes it was more like mm-hmm, hey mm-hmm. whatever your situation is it's okay keep doing it keep and driving. that's what we need to hear you know what i feel like about your music like a lane that you can go and take over i think you'll fit perfectly tv shows video games cartoons mm-hmm. send your shit into them because you have a good message that can be played on air like you're not cursing crazy you're not you know being super derogatory to women so i think that tv is a good life for you to look at too right. um so r&b the reason seeing this is i'm glad you're gonna be such a good cause to me because i just like I'm such a freaking, I don't know. And I'm, I'm a lover romantic. boy too. Yeah, yeah. it's that stuff. It's just <laughs> yes. lovers, lovers, yes. and love it's all people. And this is besides just the uh, you know emotional relationship wise. Like this is like just people. Just but we people. need love in our music. I think that the music hand in hand like relates to the flow of what's going on in the mm-hmm. you know like. Yeah, we'll, we'll go deeper into that later. <laughs> what do you think about the dating pool right now? Man, the dating pool is trash. <laughs> and I feel like everybody knows it's trash. Like, men and Why women. Why we don't care? No one cares no more. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? The pool is so trash. Let me go look for my mistake behind me. Because at least I know that mistake. Hey, oh yeah, no up? facts. You see oh, I'm saying? a brunt. People running back to exes like this, it doesn't matter. Like girls, you Quick, fast the, 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 the whole the whole integrity. No, I'm not taking it back. No, no, come back, come back mm-hmm. because I, so I see what's out there. Home. I don't want that. That's what's really happening. It's bad. So even with my arm, my like my arm be like, I'm trying to get people back into the like the dating world. Like it's okay to date. Like, girls, it's okay if a guy's talking to you. Not every dude is trying to just be <laughs> on some wild shit. Some dude's really trying to spit game, but y'all not even allowing us to do that no more. Like, bye. Don't ever call me. You, See, and you can't I'm give not, me a birthday. Okay, but wait. Okay, but wait. But wait. Because my brother definitely told me, because you you can speak for this. Like, I'm friendly. I'm super nice. I smile at everybody who make eye contact with me. I like hugs. But my brother was like, nah, you can't be being nice to all of these people and smiling at all of these dudes and being super friendly because they're going to think that that's you showing interest. Like, women, when we show a little, you know, we make eye contact for two, three seconds, y'all take that as a fucking sign. You feel me? So it's kind of hard. But the reason it's like that is because everybody's so stiff when you don't need to be. Girls, you know when you like a dude. You know when you like a dude when he hollering at you. Like, you already just know. You already start painting the picture. Can I, do I have kids? Can I see him with kids? Can I see him on oh, the day? Oh, nah. Oh, nah. Not before he really, opened his mouth like that. This is a fine dude that's just approached you. But you still trying to act stiff because you trying to already play the game, the Uno game. Oh, I don't want to be too easy. I don't want to, like.
like, bruh, no, like, accept it. Like, God brought you that man in front of you at that grocery store, girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you can feel a vibe when somebody's a creep, and you can feel a vibe when someone really trying to, what's up? You feel me? Like, but see, what if, like, me, it's hard for me because I don't like fine men. Like, I don't like fine niggas. Excuse my language. Like, I have a foul mouth. I'm, I'm working on it, but whatever. I don't like fine niggas because I feel like fine niggas know that they're fine and they feel like they don't have to do anything to maintain their situation. Like, if you don't like dealing with them, then you can go and they're going to find somebody else because, they, you know, like, they have this arrogant-ass attitude to me for my experience. Like, they know they can just go get somebody else. So they don't pay attention or give a fuck to how they treat you. But that's that's beautiful privilege in general. Girls do the same thing. But the point is, is that you want to, like, are you more interested in the person of how pretty they are or what they bring to the table? You see what I'm saying? So... I mean, that's just the key of what you said. Well, for me, it's definitely what they bring to the so table. It's not, I don't like pretty cause So it's not, so <laughs> that, that pretty dude that, like, that's usually the, hey, I don't have to do anything. You don't know who he is until you actually meet him. Now, if you're already just judging him and saying, oh, he's pretty, he's going to be like this, get that's away. That's exactly no, how I am. I do not, not like y'all pretty ass. Everything, like we said earlier, I cannot figure it's out. case by case. That's what it is right now. And we don't even do that. We already start canceling things that we ain't even ready to cancel. Word. but it's also about what you want what you're looking for because i know sometimes like well when i first came back home i damn near was like mm -mm, not a relationship you know i was getting out of a real bad situation in dc and i'm just like i'm gonna go home and i'm gonna have fun i'm gonna go home i'm gonna have fun and that's that's what i did but then you know me like I'm a relationship <laughs> you know I'm a relationship head and that lasted all the 30 seconds and I just I don't know we live in the world of situationships and entanglement like a woman be thinking this not every girl is like when we date is dating to marry and sometimes like girls have that expectation for every dude that you meet like no that's not the case so if he starts, if things start going sour, it's like, bro, like, you are not my wife. I don't know that yet, bro. <laughs> no facts. Already, no, no, no facts. That's me as fuck. You already sound to be That's like, me as fuck. Like, Marissa will meet a dude and she start being the best wife, the best girl that the person's ever been. Like, fam, he don't even deserve that yet, bro. Like, you see what I'm saying? And now he's starting And I've been like, doing this my whole life. Your like whole 12th life. Grade. She knows and know how to turn it off. But I mean it's a but gift. It's and a natural. Curse. I walk, look, I grew up with both of my parents. I was blessed to, you know, have the opportunity to go with both my parents. So I grew up with the expectation to freaking get married. And I don't know, my mom got married and had me at twenty four. And so growing up, like I was one of them kids that knew my fairy tale, that had my timeline, that mm -hmm. And I was going to have kids by 26. At 23, I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't know nobody. <laughs> I don't know nobody. So, this is switching up. But you know what I'm tired of doing? I'm trying to force these relationships on niggas. So, woman, if a dude doesn't want you like that, like, respect the game. Now, if he, like, basically, okay, if you want to do it, and he, like, you want, you want him to commit and be your girl. And he's like, nah, then simply open your dating pool. Now, as soon as you start pulling away, if he really likes you, you're going to be like, wait, hold on, wait a minute. Nah, that's real. 
wait a minute, who you hanging out with? I'm, I'm at brunch. I'm on a date. What? So he either gonna be like someone who doesn't want you. Ah, she a hoe. Fuck that. And he gonna go away. And you don't need him anyway. Now someone who's like, wait, hold on. Now he's stressing. Then I'm pulling up on you right now. Or hey, come back. Then you know, oh, he's interested. So that's when, and this is what girls fail to do. Now when you get, when you meet him back again, that's when y'all start talking about the expectations of the relationship. That's where you can ask them, what are we? And then you could use that example of, well, Okay, I'm but wait, let me stop you because I'm going to forget my topic. So back to when you said, like, if a guy doesn't want you in that way, then open up your dating pool. Yes. So what if you're in a situation where, you know, you're getting to know somebody, you're learning, you know, you're having fun with them, you're spending more time with whatever, and you're figuring out whatever it is, you're trying to figure out what direction mm-hmm. that you're going to go. Um, they tell you they don't want to be in a relationship. I still value the time that I spent, you know, like I still value the time I spent. I still value like, you know, the bond I'm creating, all of that shit. So do I throw all of that away because they don't want the same thing that I want? Or do I continue to enjoy the company that I've been keeping? Okay, that is an excellent question. And like, you know, I had trouble with this myself. But the key to that is basically if you enjoy the time that you spend with that person, that you build all that, then you can continue doing that. But know that you can't expect, okay, maybe he'll fall in and get in line after a while because he basically switch years. So, yeah, I definitely had those expectations that I was going to be married early. And, like, you know, I did, too. I wanted to be married at 21. But, you know, the... 20 fucking one. Y'all wanted to be married at 21. <laughs> so, having my kids at, like, 23. But, you know, life has changed. Like, we looked at our parents, and our parents got married a little earlier, had kids earlier, because they were trying to join incomes and kind of get stuff going. But we trying to be solidified before that. Most of us, at least. Some of let's say some of us. Some of us. Let's say some of us because I think eighty percent of our generation is not trying to get married. Like, and a lot of us, with me and you, have to understand. Most people did not grow up with both of their parents. Facts, you know, facts. most people did not grow up with both of those parents, so they don't have those expectations. They don't have the examples. Mm. And so, me, what I take into account because. You have told me a lot. It's the kind of guys you talk to. It's the kind of guys you talk to. If I start to like somebody and like I get to know them, like I know if no one's been around to teach them how to interact with women. So I give, you know, I try to give room. I try to give people room to learn to grow. We're not like we're young. We're still learning each other. So I just I understand that shit systematically. <laughs> This country did not want our parents, you know, not want black men in the household. So black men don't know, you know, like I just think black, that's just something that's that true. the that's world true. is not going to teach a man. Like I just think that a man has to teach a man how to treat a woman. Yes. And also a man has to treat 
their daughters how to receive love. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't get that too. So like that's another thing. Like I don't know how to receive love, but my daddy loved the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> my, da- my daddy loved me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. Yeah, and that's that's the wife shit. That's the wife shit because I love my daddy so much, and I just be. I want to do what I want for my, you know, like mm-hmm. what I would want for my dad. Like, I don't know. My mom always told me, you're going to marry somebody like your dad. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's why I am who I am in my relationship. It's pros and cons of living in, you know, living with both of your parents. Yes. Because if, if, if shit can get, you know, shit gets sticky. Right. <laughs> shit can get sticky. So, Oh no, it's two sides to it. Yeah. It's two sides to everything. What you think we gonna do about it then? Do you think love is just lost? You think that people are just like gonna stop getting married, stop looking at marriage the same? Like I just think that uh we you know, we have to be more patient when it comes to the love because it's like there's people who are patient with women who don't know how to receive love and there's those women who you know, there's a man who don't know how to love or receive love either, mm-hmm. and you're being so patient. You know what I'm saying? But those people who have not received those, they need to be a little more patient to the people like us who grew up in a household and mm-hmm. are trying to teach mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. how to love and how to do these certain things. Like, they look at it as insulting, but it's really we trying to nurture because yeah. you didn't have this particular thing. That's real. And I it's crazy know. because Tory Lanez talks about that in his album. Mm-hmm. And like those are the tracks no one's gonna hear because y'all can't <laughs> I love the album. Yeah. I love Tory Lanez's album. Like Queen and Slim, go listen to Queen and Slim. He has some bomb samples in there. Like that is a really good piece of music. And there's so much passion. Think about the story that's going on right now. Like think about how much passion is behind the album. Definitely a great body of work. Definitely a great body of work. Um, we're gonna get off that love shit, and I'm gonna get back to what y'all know me for. All right, well, so we're gonna stop with the love nonsense, and we're gonna dive into sports. That's you know, that's my field. That's what I've done my whole journalism career. Mm-hmm. Um, I started on the sideline with you. Yeah. Yep. Tenth grade. Sports section, like I'm creating this pepper stuff. <laughs> I was the littest nerd, boy. <laughs> Rose is mad because uh, Rissa has too much connect with, uh, you know, the athlete. athletes. Oh, yeah, cool that's why Rose don't like me because <laughs> I have all the guy friends. I'm a guy. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, I have so much more in common with guys because I grew up with all brothers. I grew up with all brothers. And I played sports. So the girls that I were, were was around, they were tomboys. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm really one of the guys. And, you know, me sitting around talking about sports, if I'm cute, girls are, what? Girls do not want me around any man talking about sports. But that's neither here nor there. Um, Football Sunday, my favorite. My favorite day of the week. What's going on this weekend? Man, uh, shoot. Fuck that, I know what's going on this weekend. Eagles versus Cowboys. No one's trying to hear no Eagles and Cowboys. <laughs> NFC East, terrible trash. It's the battle of the worst division. 
It said it's, they were 6 and 19 on uh, like the Both division. combined? All of them. It's nope. trash. Like, 6 and 19, the whole. Oh, no. That is trash. Four teams have six wins combined. That's trash. But I don't care. I'm always going to I'm gonna get excited for every Eagles game. I'm going to tune in. I'm going to watch. Like, I think they're going to win. I'm going to get excited. Every I'm going to get mad or excited on every play. Like, I really be into the game. At this point, Jalen Hurts needs to start over Carson Wentz. Anybody can start over Carson Wentz. Oh. I want Nick Foles back so bad. Every time Nick Foles had to show up, he showed out. Both times when our quarterback, I forgot who got you the first time. Who was it? The first time that Nick Foles played his freshman year, I mean his rookie year. Who was the quarterback? Yeah. Was it Vick? Yes. Duh. Michael, Michael Vick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when Michael Vick got hurt every other week, um, <laughs> <laughs> Nick Foles held it down the first time. And then when Carson Wentz took us to, you know, the Super Bowl, Nick Foles sealed the deal. We beat the Falcons. We beat... Oh, yeah, the Patriots. Nick Foles beat the Patriots. Y'all can't tell me nothing. Number nine, me, please. Somebody go bring me back, Nick Foles. We got D. Jackson back after. He can't even stay healthy no more, so y'all just had no receivers. Yeah, well, that's because Chip Kelly fucked us over from the beginning. That's true. <laughs> Getting rid of our whole team. Yeah. Okay, so Sunday, who, who, who's your team? No, big games is like uh, my my team played uh, Thursday, yesterday. Panthers and Atlanta. But, uh, who's your team? Panthers, Carolina. I've been like them since I seen uh, Janet Jackson's titty <laughs> at the Super Bowl. You're so childish. That was in Houston, right? Wasn't that Houston? It was, yeah. It was yeah. Panthers versus Patriots. I but, saw uh, J-Lo. We saw J-Lo and Diddy in the mall at the gallery. Oh, for real? The Super Bowl weekend, yeah. It was wild. But yeah, like, so Panthers been my team since then. Uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey coming back. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is actually doing pretty good with the team. Even though I miss Cam so bad, but, you know. Right. I just peeped that he was on a different team. Yeah. yeah. All all of them, like, switched up. Did the Patriots just lose? Who did they just lose to? They lost to uh, uh, 49ers. I really don't pay attention to all of the the games. I have the ticket on my phone, but I don't really care about the Eagles. I like the Eagles, and I'm now watching the Chiefs because Andy Reid, you know, I need something else to look forward to. So I'm holding it down for Andy Reid's still Eagle game. Yeah, it's Steelers versus uh, Ravens. Ravens. This is a big game. Like, I need Lamar Jackson to go off. You know how uh, analysts start talking about, oh, he can't throw type thing. So I really need him to go off against the Steelers with everybody watching him. Yeah, um, Stephen A was talking about like that the Steelers and the Ravens have a super big rivalry and this is Lamar Jackson's first time experiencing the rivalry Steelers. That's what that's what he was saying this morning. Okay, he's saying because he's playing uh Ben Rodgers. Exactly, exactly. He's playing Ben for the first time. Exactly, exactly. So it's gonna be a like a true game what they've been what they haven't been seeing at least the last year. So uh there's so many black quarterbacks in the league right now. Yes, the black quarterbacks is taking over. But uh shout out to uh, Justin uh Herbert, though, he's pretty good. He's a charger. He's a rookie uh, wide quarterback. It's cold. He came from Oregon. Uh, he, I don't know. He took over for Tyrod Taylor. Uh, he's doing excellent. Um, and so is Ryan Tannehill, which I just never believe ever is going to be being good for the Titans. Like, I could never. I did not know that was going to be happening like this. But the league is just different. The league is really different when it comes to quarterbacks. Like, Kyler Murray... He's not a. I know he's not five ten. They lying. He like five 
eight, maybe. Shit, so what do you play for? I don't even know who that is. It's Cardinals, but the Cardinals. So like, yeah, it's just the Look, league I'll make is sure different. I touch up and stay on top of things for you. The guys league is different. Like, it's just it's all it's all running quarterbacks and like you know what I'm saying. Russell Wilson, he finna. This is his MVP year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, he's yeah. just going off. So. So before and before I end my first episode, I'm gonna shout out to Los Angeles. One time, I'm not gonna go into it, but everybody who everybody knows me knows that I'm a blonde head and ring me, please. I don't want to hear it. And I definitely think he can get two more. <laughs> then all of my friends hate me, all of my friends hate me because I'm that one LeBron stand. So, shout out to the guys for winning the chip. I have not talked about it. Shout out to the Dodgers. I don't really care. I'm more of a like Nationals fan. I'm a Nats fan. I work at Nats Park. Um, Look, man. Do you have anything else? To shout shout out to LeBron. <laughs> this uh, asterisk, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, y'all playing in the bubble. Y'all not playing no away games. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you basically know the court. You feel me? No one's screaming at you, yelling. You're not traveling to Denver. You're just playing in the same spot. But they won, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna hate like that, but... uh. No, Brian got his fourth ring. Yeah, there's nothing that you can hate about. I feel like this was the most fair and square championship. Everybody is in one place. There's no home court advantage. There are no fans. You know, like, it's, we That's here true. and we hoping. Like, That's true. It's this true. is it's straight talent. But, you know. Brian won. It don't matter. Look, he ain't the GOAT yet. He, I who mean, is better he, than LeBron in the league? If he won a Who is better? Who is better? He, he has to pass Kobe before he passed He's, Jordan. Nah, I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. Rest in peace. He passed Kobe. Rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Kobe. He used to but get five I didn't. No, Kobe. fuck that. That, has, that has nothing to do with anything. Is Kobe better than Will Chamberlain or is Will Chamberlain better than Kobe? No, he's not. So those 11 rings don't have anything to do with the five. So I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um What the fuck was I just about to say, though? Hmm. What was I about to say? You closing the deal. I don't know. Whatever. We're done. Thanks for chatting with us, guys. Tune in. Oh, one more thing before you go. If y'all want me to play snippets of your songs, if you have a business that you like to advertise in the midst of, you know, my episode, let me know. I'm just going to sell advertising for $10. So, cash me $10. I'll put your little business, your flyer, whatever you have, your song. We can, you know, play with the time. We'll figure all that out. Hit my DMs if you like. Comment. Subscribe, share, like all that good shit. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you.